It's the Muppets Minute Show, and we're your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! We're here to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about The Great Muppet Caper, Minute 38. Minute 38 begins with everybody hearing the doorbell and ends with Kermit giving Miss Piggy a present. So everybody's reaction to the doorbell is, is everyone has sort of a different reaction. So like Piggy, she knows exactly who it is. Right. Uh, Dorcas seems to be kind of curious, moderately curious, like, oh, there's somebody at the door. And... Neville seems absolutely confounded as to what this noise is. Yeah, dumbfounded. Uh, he has no clue. Do you think that this might be the first time that they've ever had to answer the door since their butler was discharged? Of course. Why? Why would they ever have had to? Exactly. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, even I. What I mean is, even the first time the doorbell has rung. Yeah. Since uh, since he's been gone, definitely. Nobody- because nobody b- visits them. It seems like they're s- just so shocked to have a person there visiting them or somebody there visiting them. Yeah, they're very stuck in, in time and stuck in their ways, which is interesting. With the butler discharged and them not having left the house, I, 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 I we know that the you know the the delivery services, the grocery delivery services that we have today weren't really. Well, I guess maybe they were around in some form or another. So maybe they got some groceries delivered, but you know, it's not like they could you know hit an app and right. get some groceries delivered. So I, I don't or, know how they sustain themselves. It's possible that the butler was like very recently discharged and yeah. they haven't had to figure it out yet. Yeah. Which is why they're discussing what they would buy because <laughs> the idea of going out to buy something is so foreign to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he seems to be confused. He's asking even if the but I thought the butler was dead. And she's like, no, the butler's not dead. The pets are dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he can't even keep these simple facts straight. I mean, at least he didn't think that their children were dead. That would be troubling. Um, there you go. Maybe but, the children uh, come over and give them groceries. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's maybe. That, and they probably sense. don't need to ring the doorbell. They probably just come in. You just solved it. You were so good with these, like, the, the, the behind-the-scenes sort of conspiracy uh uh, part of this. It's yeah. really, really good job. Now, good job. I like that. Has this kept you up at night? Because uh, it has me uh, th- this week, especially. What did Dorcas and Neville do for a living that got them all this money? It has not kept me up, but now it will. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, I, it seems like old money to me. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I feel like they did nothing. I feel like they, they, they came from old money and they've never done a thing in their life. All right. I'll uh, buy that. I, uh, I think I, I think that that feels right to me because they just seem completely clueless. Yeah. So they might be yeah. like import exporters. They got a lot of interesting things in their house. That's true. It does like it looks like they have all these strange like collectibles. Um, Do you have a, a lot f- of. You have a have favorite a fa- thing in the background. <laughs> Do I have a favorite thing in the background? You mean other than Miss Piggy? Well, yes, because I I just I love those statues holding up the torches. Those are fantastic. You mean in the the big ones? Yes, in the, back. the big ones. Yeah, no, those are pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I like those. There's the faces pretty- with the horns. Then they have the, these weird, almost robot-looking things. Yeah, I don't know what those are. I, at first, I thought it was something on a horse, but that's definitely not a horse. I don't know. No, I, yeah, I can't really tell. It's interesting, but everything is very symmetrical. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have two of everything. They do have two of everything. It's almost like they each have one. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is a nerd. One for you, one for me. Yeah. <laughs> 
And they have quite a, uh, you know, I'm noticing in this wide shot, they have quite a spread, you know, like they have like all this food and all these different things out. Um, it's, 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 I don't know. I can't tell what any of it is, but it's a lot of food for two people. Which I makes think. me wonder that is it possible the butler was literally just discharged? Because I mean, did they did they really make this 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 table for that's them? A, you know, that's a good point. That's Maybe all. he literally was just discharged today. Yeah, yeah. Because that's he, a he pretty made good them spread. dinner and then was like, "I'm out of here, guys." Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because there's no way they she did that. It's silly. Maybe it would they, just be silly. Maybe the Maybe butler. They do. Or maybe the butler, uh, they have a chef also. Oh, and the chef, you're right. The chef is still is still uh, on their um, payroll. That's true. Just because the butler was discharged doesn't mean there's other there's not other servants in the house. Right. I okay. mean, she's just she does clearly seem pretty lonely. So I, I tend to believe that maybe the butler was it. But yeah. I, there's got to be a way to explain this spread. Um, <laughs> I like I like your theory though that he just left. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so. Uh, sorry. So Piggy, finally, she's had it. She's had it with these two. And she stands up and is like, I'll get it. Like, and I love Frank Oz's delivery of that line. It's fantastic. Like, she's just like over it. No, you know, she could have snuck over there and answered the door, right? She could have. Um, but he, at this she, point, it was just frustrating. Yeah, she didn't even care. And I think that it, he didn't even, no, nobody cared. And his response is, I thought, what did he say? I thought you said the pets were dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> He doesn't even know who their pets were. So it, this guy, there's no possible way he made this money legitimately. Like, uh-huh. like, I just, I can't believe it. I can't. Well, again, you know, her, we have to try to think through her motivation here. Like, like, did she at some point, you know, what, what did she think was going to happen here? What was her best bet to have one of them answer the door? Um, you know, she, she might've had to eventually make this move anyway, but I mean, what right. would have happened if Neville answered the door? Uh, you know, well, see, pe- then it goes back to what I was asking weeks ago. I was like, what was her long plan here? Yeah. What was her, what exactly was her game plan? Like she could have looked for him out the window and then just kind of opened the door and sneaked outside and just met him at the front door could have. and then, and then been fine. But you know, obviously yeah. that's not what, what is going to happen, but she did pick the right house. It seems because yeah. she couldn't have, she couldn't have come across two more utterly oblivious folks. Right. Her hair looks really nice, I wanted to point out, considering all of the um, activity she's just had to be doing over the past few minutes. Uh, her hair looks very, very well put together. I just needed to point that out. Well, jo- well, well done, Piggy. Good she job. looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, Kermit seems to have, first of all, I don't know where his hat is. Maybe he's just lost the hat for the evening. I don't know if he continues to not have one, but um, I prefer him without the hat, so it's fine. But this little present is so cute. It's like wrapped up in like sparkly paper or like shiny rainbowy paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't wait to see what's inside it because I forgot. I don't know what's inside it. And I'd like to know where you got the money to buy it. That's a really good point. Well, I guess we have to see what it is first before we can... Um, True. Before we can make that judgment call, because it could be something that he had or I don't know. I don't know what it is. We'll see what it is. It'll be very interesting to see. Yeah, it is wrapped very well. I wonder if someone at the hotel helped him with that or if he was able to do that himself. Right. Or wherever he bought it could have gift wrapped. That's true. If, if, if indeed it's something he bought. I don't even know. I'm very anxious, though. Um, let's talk about Piggy's outfit for a minute, because this is the first time we're really seeing it. This outfit. Okay, this makes me think of like, like Star Trek or something. Like something she would be, something they would you would be wearing on some sort of space uh, show. Uh, pigs from space. Yes, is that what it is? 
things in space. Yeah, I, I mean, no, it's it's not, but it's very reminiscent. Like, yes, I I totally agree with you. It's a sci-fi ish outfit. It even looks like Saturn. Like yeah. the little, it, look, it looks like a round ball with a ring, like a Saturn planet. Like, yeah, I'm wondering what this outfit is. I don't get it. It does, doesn't it? That thing on her neck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's her communicator. It, yeah. I mean, later maybe we'll see a little bit more of it when we're maybe a little wider. But it is a, it's an interesting choice. I do like when she picks purple, though, because I think that's her color mm-hmm. for sure. And she does have the gloves on. I love the gloves. Always the gloves. I don't think she's ever without the gloves. But I like how she wears rings outside her gloves. Yeah. I, that always that makes me laugh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to hear some more John Cleese fun facts. But wait, wait. You're missing the one of the coolest things in this entire minute. Which is what the doorknob in the center of the door. Oh, did you wow. notice the center doorknob? That's pretty cool. Do you know anything? That- you know anything about center doorknobs? No, I feel like I've seen it before, though. Um, I've seen it be a thing, but I, I don't. I have never really. It's never really occurred to me as something to think about. Tell me, please, educate me. They are pretty big in um, older European doors, so it's it's definitely a European thing. Uh, definitely around uh, London and you know, Brit- the Britain area. There, we that 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 was a big thing. Um, it's part of a certain architectural style. Uh, that, that did start in a certain period, I think like in the early mid 1900s. Uh, and so they are very practical apparently. And there's kind of a few different styles for the most part. They're mainly one sided and don't actually turn a latch. Uh, so they're not, they're not, you're turning, you know, to, to do the latch doorknobs. They're mainly, yeah, I was going to say, how does that work? Right. They're mainly just to pull and push the door. And decorative. yeah, a little bit there. Well, mostly like for the idea of symmetry. So you have the right. idea of symmetry on the door. So again, it was a certain architectural style. It works well on bigger, heavy doors, especially on uh, you know, some upper class houses that have bigger, heavier doors. And uh, they are also uh, there's also the idea behind them that you don't they don't touch the door itself and get fingerprints and stuff on the door. So again, it's, it's a lot for some of those higher end, higher class houses that, you know, might worry about those things or might think about those things or that's, that's an idea. And so, uh, but, but it does apparently have a lot of good leverage too. It's, it's actually very practical in in a sense. And and so you could open and close the door that way. And so you just pull the door closed and the lock is still there towards the center and you'd still use the lock, but uh, you'd push and pull the door with the center doorknob. That's interesting. And I didn't even notice it. So nice job. Yeah. And, uh, and, and people, people still use them today. There, there, there's a, there, they still make them today. I found some how to videos on installing center doorknobs. If you're interested let me know. I could hook you up with good, <laughs> good how-to videos. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think maybe now I want to put a center doorknob on my door. So I do have a nice, big, heavy door. So. And, and, and all the Muppet fans out there will be like, oh, you're a great Muppet Caper fan. Okay. Exactly. They will know exactly where it came from. Mm-hmm. Love it. Loving it. John Cleese. Okay, here we go. Uh, apparently, John Cleese is a fan of cats. Uh, so like real cats or like the musical cats? Oh, real cats, real cats. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's very excited about cats. He's, uh, he's hand painted a portrait of his own cat. 
Uh, he owns three main coons, the largest domestic breed of cats. They're gigantic. They are huge. Yes, I love those things. Yeah, and apparently uh, a few years back, uh, he had uh, he had an interaction with uh, Taylor Swift on the Graham Norton show that went kind of viral. Swift got mad at him because he uh, made fun of Swift's little kitty, Olivia Benson. And oh yeah, she wasn't too happy with that. You could tell. And, uh, they had, they had a tense moment on the, on the set there because he was bashing her cute little cat in favor of his big, huge, gigantic cats that he likes. Oh, and she, she doesn't have a sense of humor. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I, I, I think it was funny. I, I think it might have been, I, I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell if she was honestly upset or if she was like playing, you know, offended. But I think she was honestly a little bit offended that he was making fun of her cats because Taylor Swift obviously loves her kitties. Right. So, so I don't know. Mm, well, that's an interesting tip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in 2005, John Cleese placed a portion of his colon up for auction on his website. Ew. He had a portion Why? of his colon removed due to a surgery. And uh, he placed it up for auction on his website, claiming he planned to split the proceeds evenly between himself and his surgeon. It was quickly shut down. Yeah, I would imagine so. <laughs> that seems like some sort of black market shit. I mean, stuff. Right? <laughs> That's right? crazy. Well, sometimes I think when people do this, like that, they actually have to be slightly certifiable. I think so. Yeah. 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 That's. I think that's my favorite fun fact so far. So there you say. go. A couple of John Cleese... Uh, uh, news and notes there. Now here, here's, uh, the segment I teased yesterday. Things we missed or messed up and corrections and such from previous minutes. Uh, we, uh, we missed this, uh, cause something, sometimes here's the deal. You know, I, there's so much out there that sometimes while I'm looking up for other, th other things, I find things that we've already covered in the past. And so, you know, I have to get them in somewhere. Uh, so apparently, there's not that many uh, deleted scenes or outtakes type things from the uh, the Great Muppet Caper, but one uh, already happened, a deleted scene. Uh, this happened during uh, Beauregard's taxi driving sequence. A deleted shot shows Fozzie Bear's head sticking out of the taxi window. Uh, but that mm. footage, very small clip, but that footage can be seen in the Muppets special, The Muppets Go to the Movies. So it was a deleted scene from the movie. But they actually reused it in a in a different uh, different production. Hmm. Um, also, uh, something we missed, something really really, really weird. Uh, when the Great Muppet Caper aired on AMC, uh, the scene of Gonzo taking a picture of the pigeon from the hotel room that we just saw not too many minutes ago was right. cut. Why? Don't know. Maybe there some you know pigeons complained. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you didn't like know. my joke. <sighs> I'm gonna hang it up. Pigeons complained. <laughs> they squawked. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, interesting though. That's a strange thing to cut because it probably it wasn't very long. It you know what I mean? Right. Like, what, yeah. yeah. What, are you, what are you accomplishing there? Uh, yeah. Then uh, one other thing for today. Here you go. So. Um, you and I, we we talked earlier. It was it was a few minutes back where um, we were looking for a script because we wanted to know if if the John Cleese uh, part was 
scripted, how much was scripted, how much wasn't. I still right. have not been able to find like photocopies of the script like we did in, in the Muppet movie. Um, they're, they're very hard to find out there. there. There's actually, it seems like there's like, for in some aspects, there's a lot less info out there about Great Muppet Caper than the Muppet movie. Um, but there are some scripts floating around out there. And um, there, there's a website called toughpigs.com. Great, great Muppet resource. I've I found uh, a lot of cool things there along the way in doing this. They they have some great articles out there. And one article that they posted uh, back in 2016, apparently they did. They were able to get their hands on a copy of what looks like a third draft of the Great Muppet Caper. Uh, and so it was actually before the final draft and uh, still says Muppet Movie 2 on it. Now, they didn't photocopy a bunch of the pages and put them out there, but they did talk about a few of the things in there. And I just want to, uh, so I'm going to point out a few of the things as, as we go. But one I wanted to point out today is uh, back at the opening credits scene. I thought this was pretty interesting. So there was uh, some banter uh, while... Uh, Kermit, Fozzie, and Gonzo were in the hot air balloon. And um, there was a couple lines in there that were pretty interesting. One, Fozzie said, you like the title? And Gonzo says, they probably went through a thousand titles. And Fozzie goes, and that's what they decided on? <laughs> it's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Kermit goes, uh, uh, talking about Joe Raposo, the composer. Uh, Kermit goes, Raposo's good. Gonzo, is, Gonzo goes, is that how you pronounce it? Kermit says, yeah, I've worked with him before. <laughs> and then one of the good, I like this one too. Uh, Kermit goes, I know Laser and Oz. Fozzie goes, I don't think Oz is his last name. Gonzo says, didn't one of those guys play Yoda? Kermit says, yeah, Laser. What's late? Wait, I don't get what Laser means. Uh, David Laser. He was the, uh, one of the producers. Oh, okay. That was actually one of the names. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, sorry. I, I can't believe they would actually put a Yoda reference in there. Like, I feel like that's, I, I feel like there's breaking the fourth wall and then there's that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. a little much. So it's cool. I, it's inter- It's good they cut that one, but. Yeah. But just funny. Yeah. So, yeah. so we got, we got a few of the things that, that, that we'll, uh, we'll go over maybe later this week too from that script. Cool. Cool. Um, well, do you have anything else on uh, minute 38? Oh, minute 38? No, no. I, no. I was done with minute 38 ages ago. Okay, good. Just making sure, you know. I, I just, I, yeah. I don't ever want to, you know, stop you from giving us more calves foot jelly facts or, you know, anything that might people might find really interesting. No, I was done at center doorknob. I mean, if you want, I could, you know, play a video of how to install a center doorknob and take you step by step. I could do that if you want. Mm-hmm. If you need more content. I think uh, if we need some more later this week, we have that to fall back on. All so right. it's always a, it's a good thing to know. Uh, well, thank you. Thanks, you guys, for listening. You can check us out at MuppetsMinute.com or on uh, Twitter at MuppetsMinute. Follow along there and let us know what you think. Please uh, please subscribe, rate us, leave reviews on iTunes. It helps people find us. Um, and uh, in the meantime, we will see you guys back here tomorrow for Minute 39 of Muppets Minute. <laughs>